Welcome to Inside New Mexico. I'm Derek Underhill. A few of our topics on today's program will be trade with China and the political bias in social media. Coming up in our third segment, we'll be talking with Carol White. She's the CEO of the New Mexico Restaurant Association, and we'll be talking to her about her effort to hold our government officials accountable with the new initiative, Crime Matters Albuquerque. Now let's welcome our chairman of the Republican Party of New Mexico and former congressman of the 2nd Congressional District of New Mexico, Steve Pierce. And we must start our first segment on a sad note today. Well, uh, this is just a somber day. Of course, yesterday is Sunday. We were recording on Monday. We had the tragic shootings in El Paso and Dayton. And for our information on this program today, we're pulling from the New York Times, from the Army Times. These tragic and atrocious acts and you just almost have to call them domestic terrorism that take place and and two more this weekend just bring sadness to our soul it's more than just kind of unhappy and and down it is our entire being that begins to sadden when these things happen it's just not normal for one person to want to kill another human being sometimes crimes of passion that was always a defense uh, in past years but to somebody to walk in with a rifle and just cold-bloodedly shoot people down i just think that that is completely not normal and of course derek what you're getting right now are that you would just predict the calls to to bring in gun bans and all sorts of gun controls, but it is never the people who are using guns legally who are the problem. And so you're not going to stop the problem. The countries that have the most serious gun bans, their crime rate is no less, the fatalities no less. And then also uh, looking at Chicago, just one of the most strict gun zones in the entire country. And so I always think that the efforts to control our Second Amendment rights become more hyper at these kind of times. And we need to enforce the laws that we've got on the book. These shooters in Dayton and, and El Paso already broke laws that we have on the books. They don't seem to care if they break the law when they do this. No, they don't. And and in fact, the one in El Paso, he posted some sort of a manifesto. It looks like he was conducting a hate crime against Mexicans. I mean, I will just tell you, frankly, he posted a manifesto on 8chan just moments before beginning his rampage. This 8chan site, I was unfamiliar with it, but it's on the dark web and... Uh, it's where several other recent mass shootings, Christchurch, New Zealand, the synagogue shooting in uh, California, people have posted hate-filled rantings to explain their actions on those. This site is run by a former Army veteran out of the Philippines. I believe this is one that absolutely should be shut down. Instead, we find Google, we find the social media targeting conservative sites that don't support this kind of action at all while they let these kinds of things go. Many of the different media outlets across the world were incorrectly identifying that he was using a uh, AK-47, a semi-automatic. It turned out not to be true. But Trump uh, today, this is Monday again, he's saying that we need to take a look at social media. We need to take a look at the computer games because I will tell you, people simply get desensitized to killing people. The computer games is how we train our soldiers. It's animated actions in situations that, that have the buildings exactly the way they'll look when they go into a war zone. It's the same streets. They'll see 
the parked cars, they will see the day of the real action. And so I, I just think that it's time that we look at all of these factors, but the human soul that wants to go out and commit these mass murders, just the anger that's laying latent out there in many people, I think we have to deal with that. And so it goes beyond just simple mental health counseling. I think we should absolutely do that and, and, and improve it. But this is a sickness in the American psyche that is not going away anytime soon. Now, as we talk, Derek, about this aspect of the human behavior, then right parallel to that, we hear stories of heroism. One stands out in particular. A Fort Bliss soldier is being hailed as a hero. He was there in the mall, and one young child came running into, into the store where he was and announced that there was a mass shooting. Seconds later, he heard the gunfire. He has a gun permit, drew his weapon, and ran out of the store and started herding kids together, carrying those kids to a safe zone. And so you have one side of the human spirit is this deranged killer, and the other side is willing to put themselves in harm's way for the benefit of the others. So I just, I feel like that uh, we are just at a crossroads in America. What are we going to do to cure this deep sickness of the soul? Moving on, again, crazy people out there. Man, a man who threatened to rape and murder pro-life staff and their family has pleaded guilty. Tell us about it. Well, it's not only that he pleads guilty, it's that he was charged with something, and that's been the problem. People could do almost anything if they were on the left and get by with it, and now then the Trump courts are, and the Trump uh, attorney general is holding people to higher standards. So, so he was charged with making threats, and he actually pleaded guilty to making these death threats via phone calls to Operation Rescue. That's a national pro-life organization that's headquartered in Wichita. Meanwhile, when we're talking about these, this gun violence, I don't hear anyone on the left who are, are talking about the Antifa terrorists who are gearing up for a 10-day siege on the southern border. Now, when they do their sieges, they will take two-by-fours and put nails through them with the nails protruding out the other side, and they swing those, and they become very deadly, yet if a law enforcement officer draws a gun, then of course the, the lawyers are going to say they didn't even have a weapon. All they had was a little stick, and they were using it to stir in the sand. And so Antifa is, is preparing for a violent 10-day siege on the southern border, uh, in order to shut down immigration and customs uh, operations, they want to open the border to anyone who wants to come here. Promotional images have emerged showing border enforcement officers being killed and the government property firebombed. I lived through the 60s. I don't want to go back there. I lived through the days of burning campus buildings, burning draft cards. The violence is, is just something that no one in America wants to, to be subject to it, and yet the, the far left is doing exactly that. These are very difficult times. The freedom of the, the press is something I support. But in the meantime, people are using that in very destructive ways. You are listening to Inside New Mexico with Chairman of the Republican Party, Steve Pierce. Coming up in our next segment, I'll be talking with Steve Pierce about his being appointed to a very important importing and exporting bank advisory committee. I hope you'll stay tuned to hear all about it right here on Inside New Mexico. 
National Guard and Reserve members are true leaders, both in the military and in the workplace. They are highly skilled and get the job done every day. Employer support of the Guard and Reserve, ESGR, can help you recruit top-notch service members to your workforce. Hiring Guard and Reserve members is good for your business and good for your community. Visit esgr.mil slash employers to learn more. Welcome back to Inside New Mexico with the chairman of our Republican Party of New Mexico, Steve Pierce. Steve, I understand you've been appointed to a very important bank advisory committee. Yes, I was appointed to the XM Bank Advisory Committee. It's not the actual board for XM, but instead is the advisory committee that talks to them. It's it, That committee was set up by Congress. Now, many people don't even know the function or what XM is. It's the Export-Import Bank, and what they do is that their mission is basically supporting American jobs by facilitating the export of U.S. goods. It's a very simple mission and kind of complex to carry out. Now, many conservatives hate the XM Bank because they sort of have been a low-cost loan guarantee program for Boeing. People who are against XM say that, and then people on the, the side supporting XM say, no, that Boeing has always paid back. Everybody has always paid back. They've lost some small amount of their loans. But basically, the task of creating jobs here in America by selling things overseas. So that's the mission. And this advisory committee then will will study and, and look at specific ways to make recommendations to the board about how to do their business and who to loan to. I will tell you that, uh, that one of my key focal points, and I was also uh, not only appointed to the this advisory committee but made the chairman over it and as a small business person I always wanted the opportunity to be able to conduct businesses overseas but very rarely do I have the same capabilities as a Boeing or an Exxon or whoever and so I will be fighting for small businesses to be looked at for loan guarantees and, and the loan programs that will allow them to expand overseas. We should take responsibility in certain areas for things that are just outside the scope of many small businesses. We ought to have pamphlets on how to get along in the country, uh, who to deal with if you're doing this kind of business, who to deal with if you're doing that kind of business. So just kind of be an overseer and, and a mentor for these groups. The big guys, they can always pay people to do it, so I don't worry so much about them. And we'll support them. I mean, their jobs are just as good and just as important as small businesses, but small businesses have been ignored. Now, people would say, still, why are you doing this? I'll tell you very simply. China is expanding across the entire globe. Uh, while I was in Congress, the 14 years I spent there, I traveled many times overseas, and, and we went on official trips into other countries. Predominantly, my main travel was into Africa, some of the, the poorest countries in the world. I didn't want to go into Paris, and I didn't want to do those luxury trips that a lot of congressmen do. I really wanted to see the part uh, that is struggling for just 
jobs and, and struggling for the people. And I saw China investing everywhere. They're building dams, roads, bridges, putting down railroads. The U.S., meanwhile, has retreated and is kind of withdrawing. President Trump is saying that we absolutely need to be competing with China, and so he's giving more emphasis to the XM Bank than, than has been given in some time. Now, as we are talking here about China's expansion into the world, of course, we can't go through this program without talking about Trump's new initiative to raise the tariffs on another $300 billion worth of China products. You remember earlier this year, he placed a 25% tariff on, uh, on about $250 billion worth of goods. Well, now he's going to put a 10% tariff on another $300 billion. So over $500 billion, half a trillion dollars of Chinese goods coming into this country now are going to cost more because the consumer will have to pay the tariff and the cost of the goods. Well, China has retreated into what it has done many times in the past and uh, began to manipulate its currency. Since the first tariffs were levied, China then has manipulated its currency down by 10%. So what that does is it offsets the cost of the tariffs. It keeps their products affordable. But I will just tell you that their economy is in free fall. Now, Trump has, when he, you remember, he came into office, Derek, and he threatened to declare China to be a currency manipulator. He didn't actually go that far, but he has pointed out consistently that China has seven deadly economic sins they engage in routinely. That group of seven includes currency manipulation. It includes giving the subsidies for the state-owned companies. And, and the reason that's important, if a U.S. company is losing money, they have to go up on the price or they have to go broke. If a government will subsidize the company, then they can lose money and still stay in business because of that subsidy. So it's just a way to rig the market in their favor. And again, they're expanding across the world. So this appointment into the XM Bank will be right square in the middle of this trade war that we've got going on with, with China right now. Uh, and as they manipulate their currency, we will have to see if the loans that we make to U.S. companies to expand into to overseas markets actually work. So it's just a fascinating appointment. It's fascinating to, to be looking at this. Now, Trump's trade war with China is actually working very well. Since he imposed those first tariffs, then what's happened is the American consumer has shied away from the higher prices of these Chinese goods. And so China is now down 12% from last year. And that's according to a data released by the Commerce Department just this last Friday. Meanwhile, our exports to China were down 18%. And so, yes, it's having an effect. The biggest effect is on the agriculture community. But if you recall, Trump says that we're getting uh, hundreds of billions in, in tariffs in that we never got before, and he's going to use those to make our farmers whole so that during these stressful periods of economic chaos between China and the U.S., that Trump is going to make sure that no one group pays more of a penalty than they should, and so he's, he's taking care of that. When you see the discussion about lowering the interest rate, and you'll hear that with regard to the Federal Reserve, now, Mr. Trump is telling the Federal Reserve they should lower the interest rate, number one, because the Chinese are manipulating the currency, and it could put the U.S. economy 
into somewhat of a tailspin. But if we lower the interest rates, what that does is it makes our dollar cheaper with respect to overseas currency, and it will offset this currency manipulation going on in China. So I know it sounds all very complex. Once you kind of get the feel of it, once you understand the policies, then you begin to see which countries are cheating on the, the trade and which ones are playing fair. Trump is bringing an extraordinary amount of fairness to the trade situation between all nations in the U.S. Everyone wants to be trading with the U.S. because we've got the most prolific customers. The consumers in America buy more than any other country, and many times you can add a lot of the countries together, and our consumers out-purchase them, and so everybody wants access to the American markets. So as Trump works on this deal to get it fair trade between the U.S. and China, watch the moves that are going on because they are very fascinating. So that's uh, that's about the XM Bank, the trade with China, the uh, the tariffs all rolled into one. And if folks want to look that up, that's EXIM Bank Advisory Committee that you have been asked to join. You're listening to Inside New Mexico with the chairman of our Republican Party of New Mexico, Steve Pierce. We have a guest coming up in our next segment. I hope you'll stay with us. Attention, New Mexico veterans. If you were honorably discharged from the U.S. Armed Forces, you've earned state and federal benefits, and the New Mexico Department of Veteran Services is standing by to assist you. State benefits include a veteran's property tax exemption, education and training, and transportation services. We can also assist with claims for federal VA benefits. The state of New Mexico and this radio station thank you for your service. More information at nmveterans.org or 1-866-433-8387. Welcome back to Inside New Mexico with Chairman of our Republican Party, Steve Pierce. Thanks, uh, Derek. It's nice to be back with you. And as we mentioned earlier in the program, we have a special guest today. That's Carol White. Uh, She's a longtime friend. Uh, When I went to Congress, she was one of the first people I met. Her uh, job is CEO of the New Mexico Restaurant Association, and nobody likes eating better than my wife and myself. And so we became fast friends. But uh, she's here on the program today not talking about the Restaurant Association. They, of course, were the ones to lead the fight against that drastic increase in minimum wage. Our listeners would remember that about a month ago we talked about that restaurant in Las Cruces that has just got to shut down. And he specifically said it's the minimum wage. And by the way, he's a strong Democrat, but he's still going to have to shut his business down because the Democrat Party did what they do. They raised the minimum wage in Las Cruces, and he simply can't afford it. But Carol is leading an effort to hold our government officials accountable with a new initiative called Crime Matters Albuquerque. And so, Carol, welcome to the program. And just Tell us a little bit about uh, what your vision is and what the purpose of the organization and the effort is. Thanks so much, Stephen. It's great to be here with you. You know, I'm working with the Albuquerque Coalition for a Healthy Economy, and you you might remember AIC. This was a group we put together couple of years ago when we were fighting the sick leave ordinance in Albuquerque. And that wasn't just an ordinance, that was a ballot initiative. And we won. We won by 718 votes. So you would think we wouldn't be looking at a sick leave initiative again. But it's back and it's as bad as ever. And it's at the county commission. So one of the things, you know, we've been talking to county commissioners, although the ones who are putting this forward the progressives are not meeting with the business groups. 
And that's unconscionable, really, especially when somebody like me, a the Restaurant Association, we have constituents throughout Albuquerque where they are making law and in the county areas. So this law would only affect people in the county that are not in the city. But it goes further than that because the city is then considering a sick leave initiative as well. And so we're kind of looking at this in a way that we want our officials to get in touch with reality. We don't have people clamoring and our employees are not clamoring for sick leave. They are clamoring for a safe place to walk the streets. Carol, now, when you talk about sick leave, the very first thing is that people would be sympathetic to it because who would not want to get paid when they're off sick? But tell me the downside of the sick leave policy. So what we're looking at is a healthy economy. And the cost difference, I mean, just the cost alone hurts businesses, And the legal battles and the challenges that will come out of this law are innumerable. So looking at that, you're going to have fewer jobs. You're going to have less pay. People are not going to be willing to relocate to Albuquerque if we keep passing these bills that don't support business. Well, Carol, I agree with you totally on trying to make New Mexico business friendly. Nothing creates jobs better than a friendly business attitude of the state. And and New Mexico is very hostile to business. And so New Mexico loses jobs because it's not friendly to businesses. Uh, But that's not your total purpose here. You you wanted to talk about crime matters Albuquerque. So uh, walk through that with us, if you would. Tell us about what the vision of that organization and that effort is. CrimeMattersABQ.com is a website right now, but really what we're trying to do is focus our elected officials where we believe they should be focused. And, you know, we all know that violent crime is rampant, car theft is out of control, good people are leaving, and the Bernalillo County Commission and Albuquerque Council, they're working to pass plastic bag bans and sick leave ordinances that they shouldn't even be touching. They should be looking at what we need, and that is control of the crime. I'm uh, in Hobbs, 300 and... Uh, Aren't you lucky? <laughs> yeah, yeah, 305 miles away from Albuquerque, and I don't always keep up with what their city commission is doing. You mean it's the city commissions that are passing ordinances on things like plastic straws and plastic bags? And meanwhile, every time I go into Albuquerque, I'm reading and seeing where someone else has been murdered. They're worried about plastic bags and straws with all of this, and that's what you're trying to tell people. Get out and and tell your elected officials to get serious and get on to the issues that matter. Absolutely. Well, the county commission passed a tax, and I, I think it's been three or four years ago now. They've got the money to build a mental health facility, but they won't do it. And instead, they're biding their time with these these ridiculous pieces of legislation when they really should be looking at where are we going to put this facility and how are we going to help our community with this facility? You know, um, they've got the money. And, and so this campaign is really around regrouping them and what they're thinking about. And plus, it's, a, it's an election year for city council. And we want those city councilors that are out there or the folks that are running, we want them to know that this is what's really important to the citizens of Albuquerque. 
Well, tell our listeners how they can help you out. Tell them what you want uh, people to do and then how to do that. Sure. So if you go to crimemattersabq.com, everywhere on there, there's a button. You can go to it and you can sign up to send a letter to your counselor or commissioner. And it's really important right now because there is going to be a vote on the sick leave on the 20th of August. And so it's important to get this message to them now. As a matter of fact, this is breaking news right now because uh, we'll be taking this in a press release. We just did a survey with AdWallet and found out that people are really, they don't really care about having a sick leave. They really care about crime. And so this isn't just me speaking. This is the citizens of Albuquerque speaking. Absolutely. So just to retouch, be in touch with your county commission, your city councilors, whoever, and tell them to get focused on the crime. But secondly, focus on the issues that matter to people, not the plastic bags, not the plastic straws, but on crime itself. That's what's going to cause people to stay in New Mexico. They're not going to stay in New Mexico if they get a paper straw instead of a plastic straw, (laughs) but they are going to choose against New Mexico. They'll vote with their feet and leave the state if they don't feel safe here. I've talked to numerous families, just one yesterday. I was in a meeting on Sunday and the guy said, I got to leave. I got to get back to Albuquerque. I'm going to visit my son. He's leaving the state. And if the state doesn't change, he's never coming back. That's what I'm hearing from families. And so Kara White, thank you for your leadership in this effort. Albuquerque, the Coalition for Healthy Economy and the Crime Matters, abq.com. Help Carol and the team to jump into this. Let's all make sure that our government reflects our intentions, not some spur or some agenda driven from outside the state. Thank you, Steve. Well, that wraps up our show, Derek. It's, uh, again, just too much every week for a 30-minute show. You can find Inside New Mexico on the web at newmexico.gop on social media. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram just at New Mexico GOP. We've got various podcast apps on your mobile devices, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts. Just get any of these apps, search for Inside New Mexico with Steve Pierce, subscribe, and you'll be notified every time a new episode is available. Again, Derek, thanks to you and your team for producing these shows every week. Carol, thanks once again for your valuable comments today. Thank you, Steve Pierce, chairman of our Republican Party of New Mexico. We'll look forward to seeing you and our listeners next week right here on Inside New Mexico.